0: Hello, welcome to Incredible Monkey, Personal Finance Made Easy. This is going to be podcast episode number one, how to write out a check. Writing out a check is probably the most basic financial thing that you can do, but unless someone actually took the time to teach it to you, it may not be exactly obvious how to do it, especially when it comes to writing and spelling out the amount of that check. Now, many people had a parent or guardian teach them this skill. Some other lucky people may have had a high school finance course that covered the topic. Well, for all the rest of you, here's the incredible monkey guide to writing out a check. So number one, grab your checkbook and get a pen. The first thing you're going to do is fill in the date. That's the little line above the box that has a dollar sign in it or next to it. You're going to put today's date in there. Do not post-date your check. Post-dating a check means that you're writing a future date on this line. Sometimes people will do this if they owe money but they don't have enough money in their account until the next payday. Like, hey here, okay, here's my rent check, but make sure you don't cash it until Friday. There's a couple reasons why postdating a check is a bad idea. So first, if the person you gave the check to, known as the payee, if they do actually hold on to it for a while, it's very easy for you to forget about it and overspend. It happens far more often than you'd think. But most importantly, the bank is not actually required to honor that date. If the payee goes directly to the bank to deposit it, it might very well get deposited, and then you'll be overdrawn. How can this happen? Well, very easily. Maybe the teller doesn't notice the date. Or maybe they used a mobile deposit app, and the app or software they used either didn't read the date or didn't read it correctly. The bottom line is if you write out a check, you're responsible for it, regardless of what date is printed on it. Do not write a check if you don't have the money to cover it. Step three in writing out a check is pay to the order of. That's where you're going to write the name of the payee who is the person or company that you're giving the check to. If you're paying a bill, you should take a quick look at the bill to confirm who to make a check out to. Occasionally, it's a different name than you'd think. For example, you might have gotten treated at St. Christopher Hospital, but the bill says to make checks payable to MedHealth billing services. Step four is the amount box. Now, immediately to the right of the payee, you are going to write out the amount that you're paying in numbers. Make sure you make your decimal point clear and then write out the cents in superscript after the dollar amount. Superscript means it's smaller and aligned to the top. So if you're going to write a check for, let's say, $127.53, in this box, you're going to write 127, a dot, and then smaller, 5, 3. Pretty easy, right? If it's an exact dollar amount, if you're not including any cents, you should still put the dollar amount and just write zero, zero, smaller and higher than the dollars. Step five is the check amount in words. Now on the line below the payee, you're gonna write the amount of the check again, but this time you're writing it out in words. So starting from the extreme left of this line, write the dollar amount followed by the word and, then move to the extreme right of the line, Put in the cents, represented by numbers as a fraction of a dollar. Then draw a line between the two. Okay, (laughs) let's go back to the example of $127.53. On this line, in words, you're going to write 127. So literally, 0NE space, you get the idea, 127 and so you write the word and a and d and then you're going to go all the way to the end of the line and write a fraction you're going to write five three over 100 and then you're going to draw a line between the two so from the word and to where you did your 53 over 100 fraction you're going to draw a line in between them that line's pretty important You don't want anyone adding words to your check after receiving it. That's a common scam, or at least it was back in the day when checks were more prevalent. You don't want to write a check for $53 and have someone turn it into a check for $5,300. Step six, the memo line. This is optional, but it's a good idea to fill it out. If you're writing a check out to a company, put your account number on this line. The check you send them in the mail is highly likely to be opened and processed manually. Almost 100% these days that that's what's going to happen. So if it gets separated from the bill, if your check and the bill gets separated, the account number is an easy way for them to reconcile it and make sure your account gets credited properly. If you're writing a check to a person, you can put something like happy birthday or personal loan. Or if you're paying somebody back, you should write something like, payment one of two. Again, this line is technically completely optional, but it is a good practice to always use it. Step seven, the signature. Don't forget to sign the check. And that's pretty much it. Now all you have to do is mail or hand the check over to the payee and you're done. If you'd like to see this slightly more in detail, and if you'd like to see pictures of each step, you can go to incrediblemonkey.com. You can search how to write a check in the search bar there. Thanks for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed the first podcast episode of the Incredible Monkey Podcast. Um, I'm not sure exactly where to take this in the future. I'm probably going to continue to do this where when I write a new post, I'm going to record it in, um, in audio mode, in podcast mode, and, and put it out there for people to consume if that's the way that you'd like to consume content. I also think that having a question and answer portion of this show um, would really help a lot of people. So if you have personal finance questions, if there's anything that you want to ask, um, you know, maybe maybe we can have like an Ask Incredible Monkey segment <laughs> on, on the show here or have separate episodes with your personal finance questions answered. Go ahead and um, I guess go to the Anchor page. I think it's anchor.fm slash personal finance. I probably should have looked into that first. Um, If you go to the main page, if you're using the app, there's just a button there that you can push to submit a question to the show. And you just record your audio, and I guess I get alerted somehow. I don't know, this is the first time I've done this. I have had a podcast before that I did a couple of years ago, but I was not using an app like this. It was a lot harder. (laughs) It was a lot more of a pain in the butt to record it. You'd have to go and and, uh, record everything at your computer. I did it like using Audacity, and I had to edit it and put it all together um so this is my first time using this app using this service using anchor it seems like it's making it a lot easier and more accessible so i guess we'll see how it goes um so again if you have any personal finance questions if you have any feedback on this show i'd love to hear it Um, until then this is incredible monkey take care